I would share with someone else. I can't, I won't, I'll never. What upon reflection, what I noticed is that I was literally living in a limiting belief space. I was living a life full of limiting beliefs and they weren't even limiting beliefs that I took on on my own. Welcome to Finding Your Fears podcast, sharing lessons and stories about creating the life and business you deserve. With me, your fears guide, Carolyn Colleen. I want to have a warm welcome to my friend, Brianna. Brianna is a beautiful soul who I met five years ago. We met and it was absolutely beautiful. When I met Brianna, she was somebody I absolutely had to know. She had this awesome energy and just someone who I was excited to meet. I saw her and I had overheard a conversation she was having and I wanted in the conversation. So I moved myself to the side of the room to be in her conversation just because I was like, this lady is interesting. And ever since then, she's been a huge cheerleader and supporter and a connector and a master connector and has been an absolute blessing to me in my life. And now we're continually moving forward to elevate our world. And so to give a little background about Brianna, as a chronic illness advocate, she's a mentor for teens and young adults with chronic illness. She's an author of The Miracle Morning Affirmations, a coloring book, which we're going to talk a little bit about. And she's a genetics consultant at Gene by Gene, a genetic testing company that is in Houston, Texas. Since she was diagnosed with Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, a genetic connective tissue disorder, Brianna has been using the power of positive affirmations, and powerful mindset shifts to overcome the inherent obstacles of her condition. She's passionate about nature, sustainability, wellness, her advocacy work, inspiring others to achieve their goals. She is a master cheerleader, master connector, and she facilitates all the good she can in collaborative settings to uplift global well-being, mainly focused in medical genetics and education. So I'm so excited to have Brianna here. And thank you for being here, Brianna. I love and appreciate you. Hi, guys. I'm Brianna. Carolyn, thanks so much for that intro. You're one of my heroes. Literally, it was like love at first sight. The moment I met you, I was so blown away by the way that you hold yourself and the way that you fiercely advocate for what's right in the world and how you are just a beacon of light in so many different ways. And so I love that you have the Fierce Academy and that you've invited me on here. I love a lot of the women that I see in here. Hello, ladies. All the people I have yet to know. I'm looking forward to meeting you guys. In the meantime, I'd love to kick us off by asking a few things. One, do you guys have something to write on and to write with? That would be excellent. Write on and write with. Awesome. Fantastic. And also, will you drop into the chat where you're calling in from and one thing that you're grateful for? I am calling in from Texas today, and I am grateful to be here with all of you. You guys can just share with us a little bit about one thing that you're grateful for for today. My day was deeply meaningful. I had a four and a half hour call with my co-author about a new book project I'm working on. And Carolyn and I signed a big contract today to move ourselves forward on stopping generational poverty because we are moving in good directions. So I am very excited to close my day with all of you ladies. And without further ado, I would love to take us right into an activity. So feel free to raise your hand if you have overcome an obstacle in the last year. This can be as simple. I know, ladies, you guys are overcoming so much. This could have been as simple as just getting out of bed, but you didn't think you had the will. Or maybe something much larger, like adopting to rapid change. 
raise your hand if you've developed inner resilience going through those obstacles. Yeah, that's what I like to see. So we're about to go into an activity about why being here is important. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here in the Fierce Academy Mastermind. So grab your pen, take a deep breath, and I want you to write down the answer to this question. Why is it important for you to build inner resilience right now? When you think about this question, I want you to think about why building inner resilience right now is important for yourself. Why building inner resilience is important for your community. Why building inner resilience is important for the world at large. And for this next part of the activity, we are gonna go into a breakout room. When you get into your breakout room, quickly introduce yourselves or say hello if it's an old friend and pick who's gonna be person A and who's gonna be person B. Person A is gonna start off by sharing their answer to why being here to develop inner resilience is important to you right now. And person B's job is simply gonna to be to listen for anything interesting, insightful, or inspiring about person A's share. When person A is finished, person B's job is gonna to be to reflect back anything that they appreciate about person A's share. Then person B is gonna share their story about why they're here with person A. And person A, when they're complete, is gonna reflect back anything that they appreciate that was interesting, inspiring about person A's share, about person B's share. These shares are gonna be three minutes. You'll have two minutes to share your answer to why you're here, and then one minute to appreciate back. So that's two minutes to share your answer and one minute for appreciation. If you find yourself finished early, feel free to stay curious. Just keep the conversation going. And we'll see you guys back in about six minutes. I'd love to know who learned something new about the partner that they shared with in the breakout room. I'm sure many of you created a deeper connection. As we're coming back, I'd love for you to write in the chat, how did that experience make you feel? What did you notice? What did you appreciate? What a blessing to feel heard. What a blessing to feel connected, feel the birth of new ideas. Happy, appreciated. I love all these shares, guys. And with that, I'd love for you to raise your physical or digital hand. It's a small group. We'd love to hear from two, three, four of you guys right now. Who would like to kick us off? I have the beautiful opportunity to connect with Chrysia. She's from Italy and I'm from Morocco. So there was like so many interconnectivity there happening through our culture. And I think the main theme that came back to us was that we should reframe the word limitations because what others see is not who we are and where we are today is not where we can be in the future. And so the more we're able to rewrite definitions that connects more with where we want to be, where we want to go, who we choose to be, staying from this empowering place can get us to where we want to go. We got cut off because we were so connecting and hearing beautiful stories. So thank you for this opportunity. Beautiful. And the beautiful thing about you guys being in a mastermind together is you can keep that conversation going offline now that you've sparked that meaningful relationship right here. And with that, I'd love to hear from one or two more of you guys who would like to share next. I can go. We have talked about how important it is to have like your own inner resilience. I was with Dr. Nicole, by the way. But then also being able to come together as a community and have resilience and how interdependent they are. You have to have your own to be a part of the bigger, but then we also need like everyone to come together as well. That was our main thing. Oh, absolutely beautiful. Developing inner resilience is key. It's really key. And so I'm grateful that you were able to have that conversation about that inner work. I'd love to hear from one more of you guys who would like to share next. Can I just throw something in really quickly? Sure, Dr. Nicole. 
Michaela had a wonderful reframe on, she said, all of our individual shields together are bigger and stronger. I went all like Marvel comics, you know, I geeked out. But the way that she reframed that, it just created such a powerful visual for me around the earth. Like all of our resilient shields up strong and connected around the whole world just was a very, very powerful image for me. So I wanted to say thank you for that, Michaela. And I just wanted to share that because it was just, this is work that we all, it's such an important thing to do for ourselves, but also for each other and also for the planet. Thank you so much, Dr. Nicole, for adding that in. The truth is when we reflect back and when we share what it is that we heard about somebody else's share, we're able to take it a level farther. We're able to take it a level deeper. We're really able to highlight and notice the incredible wisdom that was shared and really co-create a new meeting. And so I really appreciate you highlighting how Michaela's reflection was deeply meaningful for yourself. And... Without further ado, we are going to be talking about the power of affirmations and overcoming both physical and mental limitations. So I love that you guys presenced us to reframing the conversation on limitations. And with that, I am going to pass it to Carolyn and see if this video works. Let's see. This is a video of part of my story in the Miracle Morning documentary where they're showcasing my illness to wellness journey. Part of my life, I always say that there's two segments. It's before I learned to walk again, after I learned to walk again. And the last 13 years of my life have been drastically different than the first 20. And so this video kind of showcases where I was and how I transformed. As a kid, I was always getting sick and I had a variety of different challenges. I was going to the foot doctor, the eye doctor, the stomach doctor, the ear doctor, and every other doctor. When I first got my Ehlers-Danlos diagnosis, I felt relieved and I felt understood. Ehlers-Danlos syndrome is a connective tissue disorder that affects the collagen in your body. Sometimes there's dislocations, sometimes there's extreme stomach challenges, sometimes there's inflammation, and I used to have extreme widespread pain everywhere. It would, it would hurt to just take a step. Miracle Morning has helped me tremendously with my EDS diagnosis. I could immediately see that by incorporating some version of the savers into my daily routine, I'd be able to do more with my time. And that was something that was really intriguing to me. I am fit, healthy, strong, and attractive. I am confident that I can and will handle any situation that life throws at me. I was consumed a lot of the time by, by the pain that I was experiencing the first 19, 20 years of my life. And the last nine years have been completely different because I'm able to release some of that pain and shift the focus from how I'm feeling to how I want to feel and what I'm going to do to feel differently. I am grateful for my health. I feel relaxed, open, and balanced. All of his art was actually created by Paul Joy, who had been doing the Miracle Morning for about a year, and he posted something in the group, and I saw them and immediately reached out and said, hey, I want to create something that can help people elevate their environment and shift their subconscious thinking 
And he immediately was on board, was super excited. I told Hal what I was doing and he immediately loved it. And the rest is history. I feel normal for the first time. That's exactly what I was hoping to do, to make a whole bunch of people that have felt misdiagnosed, misunderstood, and they were a total weirdo feel normal for the first time. There you go. So that is a little bit of the recap of where I was, where I am, and a lot of how I got there and now how I'm able to show up to support. Thank you so much, guys. Show up to support others who are still on their journey. Because the truth is there's so much chronic and complex illness, both mental, physical, emotional, that is going around our planet right now. And when we do not have the ability to develop inner resilience, we get stuck in the situations that we're in. For me, my entire childhood was not only riddled with medications, assistive devices, diagnoses, but also with limiting beliefs and not just limiting beliefs that like I owned. It started with limiting beliefs from others that were really for, mostly from my care team that were sharing the I can't, I won't, I'll never. So you can't, you won't, you'll never. But when I shifted that around and I embodied what they were saying and I would share with someone else, I can't, I won't, I'll never. What upon reflection, what I noticed is that I was literally living in a limiting belief space. I was living a life full of limiting beliefs and they weren't even limiting beliefs that I took on on my own. They were something that somebody else who had no idea what I was capable of from an inner resilience standpoint, how I was able to show up for myself. And so these limiting beliefs really led to a lot of me sitting out, a lot of me opting out, a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety, and quite frankly, a lot of separation between me and others as a result of the physical and emotional manifestations of what I was experiencing. And by the time I was 19, I had lost the ability to walk after a failed L5-S1 fusion surgery, which is a whole other story in and of itself. And what I learned is that every single thing that was thrown at me, assistive devices, medications, shots, additional surgeries, they all led me to a place where I thought that nothing would ever help. And it led me to a place of such despair that I didn't really want to be alive anymore. And I told that to my parents. And they pulled me out of school and they brought me home and put me in a 378-hour therapy program with the entire goal of me being able to walk up a flight of stairs on my own. And it was in that program where the facilitator, it was a one-on-one -on -one program that the Sky Custom created for me. We worked together for nine hours a day, every single day. And it was in that program where I was first introduced to mindset to the power of a limiting belief mindset or of a growth mindset. It was in that program where I was first made aware of how to develop inner resilience. And it was in that program where I learned the power of language. And I recognized that there was a lot of language that was happening in my own head that was reinforcing what I was experiencing. And it was in that moment that I started to recognize that the life that I had been living there was another opportunity on the other side of it. And he was very clear. He said, it's not going to be easy. 
you're going to be able to, you're going to have to do an immense amount of work. And there was an immense amount of physical therapy, aqua therapy, manual therapy involved, coupled with really reprogramming myself to eliminate this limiting belief narrative that I wouldn't ever walk again, that the pain will always be there, that more problems will always come to I can, I will, and when will I? And that I can, I will, and when will I changed everything from just being able to take my first step to thinking, what if I could take two steps soon without feeling like someone was really harming me? And on and on and on, eventually, I relearned to walk again. And then, as it would turn out, I got this magical phone call from a gentleman named Hal Elrod. And he said, hey, I heard about you. I think we should be friends. And very shortly after, I started coaching with him. I started private coaching with him. And at this point, Hal was not what he is today. There was no Miracle Morning. There was no book. There was no movement. There was no nothing. But I had heard that he had relearned to walk again because he had had a near fatal car accident and he had written a book called Taking Life Head On. And I knew that book and I was blown away by that story. And so the opportunity to learn from and with him was really enticing to me. And one day he said, I'd like you to wake up earlier than you normally would. I want you to start pouring into yourself. And this was something that was like very jarring for me. I had just relearned to walk again, but I certainly hadn't like completely and totally created a new neural pathway surrounding like positive beliefs. And, you know, I still had a lot of limitations. I still had a lot of physical challenges. And I gave him such pushback and said something to the effect of when I wake up, I feel very, very unwell. And every day is a new situation. Although I can walk, there's so many things that are going on. The possibility of waking up early is literally mind blowing to me. Like, Absolutely not, sir. He said, very simply, what if you changed the way you showed up to your life and it changed the result that you got? What if you woke up just a little bit earlier and you started to pour into yourself and fill up your own cup? And from that moment on, I was so intrigued. I thought, well, there's something to what he's saying that I should try. And in my first quote unquote miracle morning, which was very fascinating to me because the miracle morning consists of six powerful practices centered around the acronym called SAVERS, which stands for silence, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing. And obviously I I was aware of exercise, reading, and scribing. But I was not really aware of visualization. I was not really present to the possibility to sit with myself in silence. I was not really aware of the power of affirmations. And so these first three were very confusing. The last three, you know, I, they were kind of self-explanatory, although challenging. And in my first miracle morning, I had a visualization where I saw, which I said in the, sh- in the little clip, I saw that If I were to do some version of positive habit stacking, I'd probably never spend another 24 hours in bed or in a hospital ever again. And that was 13 years ago. And I have not spent another 24 hours in bed or in a hospital ever since. As a result, you know, when I think about what's been made possible because I was able to shift my mindset, because I was able to show up for myself consistently, because I was able to overcome so many physical and mental limitations, I learned that there was so much more possible for my life that I didn't even know was possible 10 years ago. 12 years ago, five years ago, a year ago, because I'm consistently hitting new heights. And 
you know, I'm not going to say that powerful affirmations or any of these practices like magically willed the chronic situation that I have away. I still have a ton of challenges. Yet what's been made possible is that I've learned to pick myself back up every time I've been knocked over and not just learn to pick myself back up. I'm able to pick myself up much quicker because I have a toolbox filled with modalities and rituals and habits and all kinds of therapies and practices. And I've got an amazing care team of individuals that no matter what symptom happens, I know that there is something that I can do to shorten the duration of the symptom or to eliminate it or to minimize what I'm experiencing. And so it's falling back on the consistency and the awareness of what do I need to show up with in this moment in order to handle the things that are coming my way. And that all falls back on inner resilience. When we develop our inner resilience, we recognize that we are deserving, worthy, and capable of every experience that we have, and that we're meant to learn something from every single situation that we are in. And so from there, I've just been super grateful for all of the experiences that I have, even the ones that are seemingly really chaotic, because I'm able to strengthen that resiliency muscle. I'm grateful to be here. I'm excited to learn with all of you guys. Brianna, thank you so much for being here and for giving us this uh, workshop and sharing your story and all of your wisdom in that story, in that beautiful insight for us to all share and practice in our lives. I'd like to open it up for any questions, any questions that you have for Brianna, any affirmations that you have for Brianna, any accolades, anything at all. I'd love to open it up so that just to take a few minutes to have that space as she's graced us with that opportunity. Yes, Gracia. How do you practice visualization and affirmations when the present circumstance feels just so heavy? How do you make that narrative shift to move to positivity when everything just feels like a lot? Mm-hmm. What a beautiful question. Well, the first thing that I do is I ask myself, who do I choose to be right now? And then I have an affirmation, a couple of them. One is I am where I am because of who I was, but where I go depends entirely on who I choose to be. And then I ask myself, who do I choose to be in this moment? Do I choose to accept my circumstances? Do I choose to be resilient? If I were to choose to be resilient, what would that look like? And then I can drop into a visualization and kind of ask myself, what would that really look like? Would that look like me getting some water when I feel busy? Would that look like me taking a deep breath when the weight is literally like holding me down? Would that look like? And so the baby steps, literally the baby steps, breath, water, they're the basics, but they do so much to then propel us to move our body, get outside, you know, change our state. And then sometimes if that's not enough, maybe I'll ground myself for a moment and say like, Brianna, really get present. When I do those things, other affirmations come up. One of the powerful affirmations that I have for each year is I am ready and committed to make this my best year ever. And when I say that affirmation, each and every day, I ask myself, what am I actually ready and committed to do today to make it my best year ever? And it's within the questions that I ask myself that I start to visualize. I visualize what would the end of today's success look like? 
if I was actually ready and committed to make this, you know, day 217 of the best year ever, et cetera, et cetera. And it's in those small moments where the weight of the world kind of falls away and I'm able to get present to where I am right now. I'm right here with you guys right now. And I know that there are so many things that are happening out there, but I'm not out there. And so when I'm able personally to get really clear and get really focused and drop into a coherent state, the answers of who I choose to be right now, what am I ready and committed to do kind of flow. And then it helps me like, maybe that's making a list. Maybe that's calling on someone to ask for help. Maybe that's like build, bringing up a new skill. Constantly, I'm developing this vulnerability by sharing with someone, hey, you know what would be amazing? For me right now, if you could support me with X, which is something that many years ago, I was definitely not comfortable sharing what was going on in my life and definitely not comfortable asking for help because I had it all together. I could handle all the things. Yet what happened in those moments was I would have more and more health spirals as I was pretending like I could handle everything at all times for everyone. Yet I wasn't handling anything for anyone. There were a lot of moments of awesome, but I was paying in the short and long term. And so asking myself, who do I choose to be? And then really getting clear on what that looks like today, because we're only in today. We're only in the right here now. Thank you. That was amazing. Definitely taking notes. Thank you. That response was perfect. It was awesome. Victoria, did you have a question? Yes, that was amazing. Great response. Do you have the same affirmations for every day? Or just like you said, you just ask yourself who I want to be today and to be my best self and then just the affirmations flow? Or do you repeat the same ones? Oh, this is good. This is good. So I have some basic ones that I do say on a regular basis and they are featured in the Miracle Morning Art of Affirmations coloring. Yet I also have custom ones. And this is actually a perfect conversation because asthma is here. This is good. This is not a sales pitch, but it is a sales pitch. There's something called a wheel of life activity. So the wheel of life activity is basically going to teach you where you are. And then it's going to presence you based on like where your shortcomings are to where you want to go. And there's the middle ground of where you are and where you want to go. And that is, what are you going to do? Like, what are you actually going to do in order to get from where you are to where you want to be? So I always recommend, and this is something I'm constantly reworking. So I've got the regular basics from the Miracle Morning that I ask myself powerful questions. I gave you guys some examples. And then I have custom affirmations that evolve based on my wheel of life. And so we Asma, will you show that picture? And Asma's wheel of life activity is by far the best workshop that I've ever been to. I've been to probably 25 of them. Hers is the best. You should totally do one of hers. <laughs> You saw that there was differences in the wheel. Could you show it one more time? So this one was in February, just so I can show you guys. And this one was in May. Okay, great. So let's go back to the February. If everybody looks at vitality, you see what's happening here? And then you look at it in May. This yellow has just exploded with awesomeness. Okay, so I hired an amazing personal trainer and he's super hot too. So double whammy. Perfect. So what's happening there is when I recognize what are the three or four lowest areas 
Or sometimes I do it for all of them. But if you're just starting with affirmations, I focus on an affirmation for each of the categories that I really need to work on. And so if vitality is the category where you might be needing the most attention, one, two, five, ten of affirmations surrounding what would vitality look like in your life is really the goal. And so for me, my affirmations shift based on what comes up in a wheel of life activity and whether that is something that I obviously wasn't aware of before. Because when we are just writing affirmations, we're often just like writing the things that we want to bring into our life. And that's sweet. And that's often going to get you somewhere. But is it going to get you to a well-balanced, meaningful life? where you're able to develop in all of the areas, not just like one or two or three, because as you saw in the wheel of life, you want to be balanced. And so I definitely write my affirmations on a quarterly basis based on the wheel of life activity, specifically Asma's wheel of life activity. I've done it three times. I'm a big fan. Yes. (laughs) And we talk about this, doing it every 90 days and seeing the shift in the growth. This is exactly right. There is one element I would love for you, Brianna, to talk about, you know, the more we do the work and healing and self-awareness, like there are some words and you said it earlier very well, like the power of language is so important, but people still say a lot that I want or I need, which they add more invite lack which I loved where your question or affirmation start with, I am ready, I am committed, I choose to, which are like more empowering. So I would love if you can talk a little bit about that and the power of like those words that we use in every day, but do harm or disempower our affirmation because our subconscious is hearing something else. Mm, beautiful. You know, you're absolutely right. I catch myself For years now, when I start a sentence that may be disempowering, and I ask myself, is that the most appreciative way that you could phrase whatever you're supposed to say, whatever you're hoping to say? Is that what I actually mean? And I ask myself this question because if the answer is no, then I have the opportunity to rephrase whatever it is that I was just subconsciously speaking. And so when we say I want or I need, we actually don't really want or need any of those things. What do we choose? I am, you know, I am is an incredibly powering statement. I choose, I invite. These are the types of phrases that I like to start a sentence with. You know, I invite a health and well being to penetrate through my cells and penetrate through my cells. And I will prove this by drinking more water. I invite health and well being to penetrate through my cells. And I will prove this by. And then I insert anything. And so the affirmations formula that I really appreciate is I am just as worthy, deserving, and capable of. And then I insert anything that I want that I'm holding myself back from. Anything that I desire that I'm holding myself back from. And then I simply say, as any other person on earth. And I will prove this by. And then I insert the actual action that I'm ready and committed to do. Because the truth is with affirmations, most people just think that we can say, I wanna be a millionaire. I wanna lose 20 pounds. And then they don't work very hard and they sit on the couch and watch, eat, watch Netflix and eat potato chips. That is not actually gonna, that's not a real affirmation. And it's not actually gonna move the needle. In it, you know, it's often really disempowering because we say these things over and over and over again. And then we say, oh, affirmations don't work. That's nonsense. Actually, as Asma said, it's the depreciative language coupled with a lack of action 
that doesn't work. And so affirmations, they're really just sentences. They're really just words that when coupled with massive intentional action, help move you in a direction that you want to go. So when I say I invite health and well-being into my life, and I will prove this by doing physical therapy six days a week. You know, I will actually prove this by the action that I take. It's not like I magically just strengthen all my joints so I don't dislocate anymore. I'm literally putting in the effort every single day and still situations may come about, but it's saying something that presences us to then act in a direction that will really in the next 90 days, move us towards a space of well-being. Love it. Absolutely love it. I think that was the missing piece because when I have my affirmations, I have them all written down and they pretty much cover all the areas of a well-balanced life, but I'm not very motivated to say them because sometimes I don't believe them. And when I say I'm the queen of confidence and I'm this and I'm that and I'm a millionaire, which I don't feel like that every day. And when you back them up with actions, because clearly they're just words and sentences. And if you don't do anything, you're not going to get anywhere. So that was really neat. You are the queen of confidence and you can prove this by, and maybe that's speaking in a mastermind. Maybe that is doing a Facebook live. Maybe that is going up to someone on the street and saying, I really like your outfit or I like your smile. Whatever that looks like for you, you start to develop this muscle of confidence by little by little doing something. Like if you were scared to talk to the trash man, to this beautiful custodian that is cleaning the street and you see him, Hey, thanks so much for keeping the street clean. That is you developing confidence and also gifting someone a compliment for the things that they are doing that better serve your life. And so it's actually mutual benefits to us living into our affirmations. (laughs) Absolutely. Beautiful. I love it. And yes, then that's what we talk about. Like when you're creating affirmations, you have to actually believe them. (laughs) And if you don't, you're not quite there, it's by through the action. So thank you, Brianna. And one of the things surrounding belief, it's very complicated. It's very complicated because you need to say or read something 10,000 times in order to create a new neural pathway. And so let's say you say, I am the queen of confidence, but that you don't take any massive action. And you only say that like 300 times in your whole life. You're not going to create this new neural pathway. And so that's why I created the coloring book. It's actually not a coloring book. I just disguised it as that because it seemed like a good idea at the time. But it's really a positive psychology workbook where people are able to shift their subconscious programming by elevating their environment. And what I mean by that is I literally want people to destroy the coloring book, to color a page with, which develops these three skills that you develop during a mindfulness practice, which are sensory clarity, equanimity, and concentration power. And then to literally tear it out, put it on your mirror, your locker, your desk, your wall, your fridge, the back door, whatever it is in a high traffic area so that whether you're consciously or subconsciously witnessing it, I am creating the life of my dreams. I am ready and committed to make this my best year ever. You know, I love the life I have while I create the life of my dreams. I don't have to choose one over the other, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. When you choose these affirmations and you put them in a high traffic area, your subconscious is 
is paying attention and the likelihood of you starting to believe it is much higher. And so as asthma, if you see behind her, she has all these beautiful nature photos. If you see behind Carolyn, she has all of this beautiful writing and things that are literally uplifting the two of these ladies because they understand the power of elevating the environment that you're in. So it's not just having aesthetically pleasing things that like spark joy, which is amazing, but also things that remind us like a visual vision board in our own home that remind us of the affirmations and the actions that we want to take in order to get in 90 days or longer where we want to go. I want to honor your time, Brianna. Thank you for being here tonight. Thank you for all of the value bombs you've dropped on us. Again, thank you so much. I love and adore you. Thank you so much for being here. Ladies, thank you all for showing up for yourself tonight. And have fun writing your affirmations. I'll be excited to see what you post in the group. And with that, we are complete. Thank you so much. It was awesome. Thank you, ladies. Thanks for listening to the Finding Your Fears podcast. Be sure to hit the follow button so you get notified every time a new episode releases. Please share this episode with someone who might want a little more fierce in their life. And for more information about how we can work together, go to carolyncolleen.com. Talk to you soon.